0: You don't know McDonald's!
1: 17 of Winging It, I am Ali, a.k.a. the soon-to-be Swinging It champ. More to come on that later. (laughs) I'm joined by two gentlemen who need no introduction, Andrew, Alex. Gentlemen, last week I predicted that we'd score 27 points, and we almost doubled that. How are we feeling?
0: Oh, man. Voice a little bit shot today, was out in the cold weather in East Rutherford, New Jersey yesterday. Definitely want to talk a little bit about my experience there. Uh, feeling incredible today. Lots to talk about. Not only are the Eagles twelve and one, we have a new front runner for MVP that the oh, Sportsbooks yeah. have came out, and it's crazy to think that it's our boy Jalen Hurts. Just a great day to be an Eagles fan. How you doing, Andrew? Yeah.
2: We let Ali take the reins. We let Ali introduce the show, and what does he do, Alex? What does he do? He yeah. stabs us right in the throat, <laughs> and he and he starts talking all this smack <laughs> about how he's already coming back and winging it. You know. Here I am thinking we're doing a nice thing. You're lucky that I'm on an absolute, I'm on cloud nine. This weekend was another phenomenal weekend for the birds. I'm so excited to talk to both of you about it. Ali, obviously, I love you. I'm joking. I'm very excited to do this, guys. 12 and one. What in the heck?
0: It's insane. I mean, it's just, I, again, I feel guilty this week. We, We talked about it last week. And I just didn't believe in Jalen Hurts. I said, it's all up to him. Best part is we have all these first round draft picks. We're going in with like what maybe if the league, if the season were to end today, the league MVP, all these draft picks coming our way next season. It's just so incredibly exciting. I can't believe that he's the face of our franchise right now.
2: You were there yeah. yesterday. Yes, sir. Okay. Tell me, I heard on the television, I heard 57% Eagle fans. I don't know if that was like a legitimate stat, but what did it feel like? Yeah, so day started off. So I took the train in. So if
0: anyone that lives in New Jersey uh, or on the Pennsylvania side, uh, the few times I've been to MetLife Stadium, it is awful from traffic. Uh, If there's one thing about me, I'm okay if I'm I'm moving slow, but if I'm not moving at all, I lose my mind. So I took the train up into there, got off at Secaucus Junction, then took a shuttle right into – right into um, Metro, uh, I'm sorry, Meadowland Sports Complex. It's actually incredible. So if you guys are ever trying to find a way to get up to a game up there, uh, go for it. Weather was pretty rainy, pretty cold, pretty miserable. I'm one of those weird guys that actually likes miserable weather because like toughing the elements, going to a football game, it's like war on the field. Like, I think it's kind of cool. I don't know, it's just me. Uh, But as far as the makeup of fans, I would say 50-50, Right, wow. maybe a margin of error at at that seven percent, uh, Andrew, but um a lot of Giants fans, I think a lot of people don't realize is you know, they were seven and four, they had a winning season. Uh, went with a few people that typically don't go to Giants games that they're like, hey, like we were crushing at the beginning of the season, so we bought these tickets. So um, I do think that they were a little bit more excited than than you would think, but I gotta tell you, man, These guys were fed up with us. I mean, they were so annoyed walking around their stadium. I didn't hear a – I don't even know what the Giants chant is. They don't spell out it. I I literally don't know. Like I know what Jets do. I don't know what Giants. Go Big Blue. Is that it? (laughs) I'm I'm being dead serious. I don't know what the Giants – I didn't hear one yesterday.
2: Go – Go blue, go Jack, go big peep, go. Yeah, nothing sounds good. Go yeah. pumpkins.
1: I mean, they turned into a <laughs> pumpkin yesterday.
2: I mean, I just,
0: I, I don't, I don't know what a Giants chant sounds like, but you could hear the Eagles chant there. And I, and I just got a call out here, and I've I've a few stats. That stadium is woefully depressing. It is bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is, and it's newer too. But believe it or not. MetLife Stadium costs more to build than AT&T Stadium in, in Texas. Wow. And, and, and there's actually only two stadiums in the entire NFL that costs more to build than MetLife Stadium. So some trivia for you two. What are those other two stadiums? Or if you don't know the t- uh, the, the stadium, you can give me the team name. Two other stadiums that cost more than MetLife Stadium.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go with SoFi because it's newer.
0: SoFi is number one on the list at five point five billion dollars. What's number two?
2: Hmm, maybe like is it an is it a newer stadium?
0: It is a newer stadium.
2: Like I'm picturing some sort of dome situation, like Minnesota or like you are picturing a dome situation. It maybe it's, it's not Minnesota. It, it yeah. maybe
0: Atlanta. It is not Atlanta's actually number four on Ooh. the stadium. Mercedes Benz at 1.5 billion, a newer stadium that Ooh, opens Allegiant in, Allegiant. Yeah. So, nice. so the top five are SoFi Stadium 5.5 billion two, Allegiant Stadium at 1.9 billion MetLife at three at 1.7 billion. Mercedes-Benz 1.5 billion and AT&T which I think is like probably the nicest stadium maybe SoFi is coming for that spot at 1.48 billion. But as I was looking up the stats here I actually felt that this was pretty interesting. MetLife Stadium seats 82,500 people which is the most in the NFL. That MetLife Stadium is the biggest stadium in the NFL. Second to which blew my mind even more than Lambeau Field, which hosts 81,441 people. And I always thought Lambeau was like this tiny field, but Ali, you were telling me you've seen it and it's like massively huge.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason <laughs> why they fit that many people in there is because it's an old style stadium that still has the benches. So you can fit more butts in seats versus like having to have individual seats per people.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then three on that list is AT and T in Arlington at eighty thousand. Arrowhead that makes sense, big bull uh, seventy six thousand. Yep. And then um, Mile High in uh, Power Field in Colorado. I don't think it's in Power anymore. I think they changed the branding. Uh, seventy six one twenty five.
2: Do you but- have Do you have the this Lincoln Financial information? I'm curious to know. I, I, last I recall, I want to say that their uh, capacity is in the forties. Is it, no, is it, it's
1: gotta be in the 60s, right? 60, 67
2: 67594. So I'm thinking of Citizens Bank. I believe that's probably around like 45. Yeah. So But yeah,
0: but probably. my my review oh and here's the worst part. So so my review of, of MetLife Stadium, it is cinder blocks and concrete. That's all it is. It is awful. The worst part of my experience is I walk in, there's a line, and I look at the kiosk, and I I kid you not, it says New York's famous cheesesteaks at this kiosk. New York's famous. We don't have Philadelphia famous pizza kiosk.
2: Like, just call it what it is. I call it a, a cheesesteak. But branding it as New York's, I, I mean, what would make anybody want to actually consume and a, f- a food from there? Why? Why would you I, do that? I, I just. It, it's like it's like saying like
0: Atlanta's best Mexican food. It just doesn't make sense. Like it just right. it makes no sense. Like there's no reason on on why you would have it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the sta- the stadium is awful. Like it's, it's awful. It's not warm. It's cold. It's gray. It's concrete and cinder blocks. It honestly reminds me of like veteran stadium. The turf is an awful shape. And well, you know, Alex, so- maybe you
2: should go in the summertime when, it, <laughs> when the weather is not cold and makes everything else seem so much, de- so much more depressing. Yeah, uh, their, but- their football team doesn't help that doesn't help their case either
0: yeah but that was that's my review of uh of MetLife stadium not a fun place to be if you're an eagles fan it was a great place to be yesterday but uh just not a not not a good venue
2: whatsoever so let's give it a good old all
0: right andrew we had a football game you know what's coming next alex and andrews two up two
2: down Oh, well, so many ups, so little time to talk about all of them, but I guess, I guess I shall. Let's start off with something. This is something you touched on last week, Alex, and I think I just want to shine a light on it first and foremost. Let's give it up for the special teams, baby. Yes, absolutely. You know, not the sexiest of positions to play, not the uh, most appreciated you know, members of the team, I suppose, but gosh, darn it. I know Boston Scott is, is the giant slayer, yes. but what took us so long to finally be like, Hey, maybe he is well-suited to return kicks and just started the second half, busted a beautiful run. Britain Covey looks like a yes. completely different player. He's
0: going to break one soon, man. He's going to break feel one it. soon. Honestly, I feel it.
2: even if he doesn't, I, it's, Okay, I'm, let's let's go with that. I'm looking forward to when Britton Covey finally breaks one for his own and, and takes one to the house. Um, their special teams just looks completely different than it did a few weeks ago when um, it, they were noticeably terrible. And I can't, guys, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say that we fired our special teams coach. Or was that just maybe a rumor? Maybe it was something that was being considered. I will... When I'm not talking, I will I will look into that to, to see. Um, but they look like a completely different unit at this point. And on top of that, Aaron Sipos sucks that he got hurt. But just what a suave, smooth little scoop. He... he you know, damage control. I don't think the Giants. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say the Giants did not score after we had that botched play, uh, where Siphas almost collected the ball and ran for a first down. Unfortunately, he got he got drilled pretty good. I'm no, sure they did.
0: They, they they scored a touchdown there. They did.
2: The Giants did score a touchdown yeah. on okay. that on
0: that blocked punt that Sipas ran up the field. Did yeah, they, they 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 did score, but like we gave them the ball like on the six yard line or something like that.
2: Crap. So, uh, so yeah. well then him getting hurt did, did come at a cost. So that's kind of a bummer. But even, you know, Jake Elliott stepped right in there, had a nice little punt right inside the 20. So uh, the special teams really could do no wrong. And it's, you know, now that I think about it, that's like makes a lot of sense with how we have historically been against the Giants. We've had so many monumental special teams moments from, uh, was it Brian Mitchell to, oh, it's not Brian Westbrook, Jesus Um yeah. Brian uh, Brian Westbrook had the the first miracle. Well, Herm Edwards back in the day, but Brian Westbrook and then Deshaun Jackson. Um, and again, special teams just crushing it. So that's my first one. And then uh, secondly, uh, how do you how do you even like start to pick like which facet of the offense that you I want to start just drooling over? Oh my god, I have so much laundry to do, guys. My, <laughs> like. My pants are destroyed. <laughs> what am I watch? Like, I can't I can't watch a single series without just losing my gosh darn mind. Um, I am gonna go with in a nutshell, there's no weakness. What I really was impressed with this week was some of the third down and honestly fourth down efficiency as as well. Mm. Um I know that D- Devonte Smith had the touchdown on fourth and seven, which was kind of a questionable decision to go for it there. I didn't hate it because it was kind of in that, you know, right around the 40, 40, 45, it was going to be a long kick. Why not go for it? You know, we're moving like a machine at this point. Um, But that was on fourth down. Quez Watkins had like two or three really great grabs on third down. I was like super proud of Quez. Um, I thought that this was he didn't have a ton of yardage. I think he only had four catches on the day for 19 yards, but there were two or three huge third down catches that. um, These are just plays that good teams make like there's never a moment in the entire game where I feel like we are not going to convert and. Every week, it just feels like it gets stronger. So I'm I'm at a loss for words, guys. Um, so just a beautiful all around performance. Yeah. What do you think, Ali?
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And my hope is that once we get in the playoffs, that you know the the. Lack of experience isn't going to hinder us, right? You know, we, we often see coaches who are incredibly aggressive throughout the season go into the playoffs and become different people and become so much less aggressive. My hope is that Nick Sirianni maintains this level of aggression throughout the playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, I cu- I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, so I'll get into my two ups. Um, so so the first one is. It, it is just like when you look at other MVP caliber quarterbacks in the years they did well. You look at someone like Patrick Mahomes. You look at someone like Lamar Jackson. And what they're doing is, is they're creating absolutely something out of nothing that's there just through sheer chaos. They're scrambling in the backfield. They're making people miss. They're whoop, whoop doing this. You don't see that with Jalen Hurts. What what I What I saw yesterday was a quarterback that went through his entire reads – his first option, second option, third option, and then made a decision on what to do. And the biggest difference that I saw in Jalen Hurts last year versus this year is last year, his first option wasn't there. He took off and it was okay because he could do it. But now he looks so calm and collected in in the pocket. It's like, how do you stop him? And and, And it's not even that he can throw. He's throwing so incredibly accurate too. Uh, there was a play that he threw cross field and it hit it hit uh AJ brown in the numbers and he dropped it and it's almost
2: like i, I don't think AJ was expecting that because of where hurts was i know exactly did the player talking about and it's funny because there was a flag thrown on that play and i don't know what it is with our receivers but it seems like whenever we get these free plays we i've noticed drops on all of those free plays but i did i that was not yeah. um that was aj's fault i mean it was it was a great throw for by Jalen on the run and then and then just
0: Grant Calcaterra catching balls between two defenders. And it's like placed in a spot where only he can go. There was actually one play. uh, We were fortunate. We were like right behind the end zone. And there was this one play that was thrown to Quez Watkins. And there was two defenders there. And although Quez didn't catch the ball and it was out of bounds, the throw was only in a place that was either Quez was going to catch it or would it be an incomplete pass. That was it. And sometimes on those throwaways, or like even though it's a drop, like it still shows you how well the the quarterback is. And the Giants fans around us were just like, "Here goes Hurts running again." And you just see this this man just emerge from this pile of blue, right, and just running down the field on the sidelines. And it has to be maddening. It's like, how do you even stop that?
2: Um, and like I more said, more like more like Madden,ing <laughs> because he if this isn't like the epitome of yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad joke, bad joke. <laughs> okay, but, but, but muting it, myself. And
0: it, <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, it's just the the development that Hurts has gone through is just so noticeable. Um, someone could say that AJ Brown's here and that makes all the difference, and it certainly helps. But it does not take away from what Hurts has been able to do. Such a well, well-rounded game. Um, and then I think that the next up that I have. It just has to be again. I know it's like not like as a reflection of the team because there's so many ups to choose from. But even in MetLife Stadium, even on the road, even in a division game, our fans are always bringing it, man. Um, On third down, you couldn't tell who who was who was an opposing team versus home team. Uh, The cheers were just as loud on first downs as when they got first downs, and like you're in enemy territory. Everything's Giants branded. Uh, the, it was so funny. The the uh, b- before the game started, they they pulled up memorable moments of wins of Giants wins at Meadowlands, and they had this thing with like Michael Strahan tackling Donovan McNabb. And one of the guys next to me was like, "Oh, like do you remember this game? Like they don't they don't show these highlights at, at Lincoln Financial Field, but it's like you have to go back that far to find a team <laughs> where the Giants were like dominating the Eagles. So um, it, it was it's the the fans are just. Man, it just makes this city, it makes this podcast, it makes us excited. Um, I just I just love it, man. And it's a huge up because it's us, it's the people that watch the games, the people that buy the merchandise, the people that weather out in the cold and it's 35 degrees and it's cold ass rain falling on you, and we're just there screaming for our guys. It's just it's just incredible.
2: It's an it's just it's this overwhelming sense of security. Like we're not, I'm not used to feeling, you know. We can talk smack with the best of them. And and, but a lot of the times or, you know, sometimes it's your team isn't necessarily better, but you're just trying to believe it. You're trying to speak it into existence. But so you're just kind of, you know, you're just talking a bunch of stuff on the other team. We nothing anybody else says at this point matters. And every single game that we go into, it's there is just this this calmness. And that starts with Jalen. Look at his face. Just feel his energy. He yep. is so stinking cool. And <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> he's so cool. And hey, one thing yeah.
0: on the one, one thing on the fans, real quick, um, is we will boo you at half, but we will travel on the road to to watch you go. Like we 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 are just a dedicated dedicated squad to to our team. Ali, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you bring up Jalen, right? Because there's. Uh... I almost feel bad saying this, but it's it's almost become kind of boring to watch his his throws. That I you mean, bite
2: your you bite your tongue right now, Ali. You know you you're your <laughs> on you're thin me, ice.
1: Let me get through this here. I mean, I'd say one of his most incredible throws came on that out route to uh, to. Uh, skinny batman right um it was just in a place where no one else but him could get it and then when he threw the the deep ball to to skinny batman again on fourth and seven i mean i i was at a place where i'm like it's fourth and seven why like it I, i could see myself five years ago being like why are you throwing it deep get the seven yards convert but in this guy's hands i'm just like you know what so be it. If it lands on the ground, oh, well. If it gets intercepted, oh, well. And and one thing that you pointed out, Alex, right? Jalen Hurts this year from inside the pocket is completing 74% of his passes. Ooh. That is the highest completion percentage since 2019 when Drew Brees did it. Wow. That's the level of talent we're talking
0: about. And now. that team wasn't throwing deep balls. That was dink no. and dunk offense all day. Those are short 100%. passes. Those are short screen passes to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it feels like just yesterday Alex that we were, you know, we 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 were curious to see if Jalen Hurts could complete uh, complete passes to the left side of the field. I know. And,
0: uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you
2: know, this was this was a That was historic though. That was pre-Ali. That was that was way back on the old Jeez, calendar. You're right, man. By that I mean, like it was week three or week two, <laughs> and 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 we're just like, you know, is it, I don't know. There's still questions. Can he throw to the left side? And now, to your point, Ali, it's it, I almost think of it as how they'll talk in basketball when when a player is just so you can tell someone's not thinking because they're just so zoned in, and yep. like the, the the hoop, the the basket looks like a hula hoop because, yep. Y- yep. you know that is what it looks like when Jalen's playing. It's this, it's just this confidence that he can put the ball. He there's no thinking he's just doing. And that's like the healthiest way that you can go out there and perform. So it's, it's wonderful to watch. I, I think, we're just we just continue to be at a loss for words because the 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 rise, the development is stunning. So and yeah, he's well, so incredible.
1: dialed in. He's so dialed in. There was that clip of yep. of uh AJ say. Brown on the sideline joking around with with Devante and Quez. And then right next to them, Jalen just sitting there locked in, eyes like, you know, super serious. And I'm like, does this dude ever get ha- like? Does he get excited about wins, or, or is he just locked in until the end of the season? Like, I ca- I almost feel like if we win the Super Bowl this year, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm not happy until I win a second. Like, that's that's how yeah. locked in he is.
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty remarkable, man. It's cool. I'm just I'm cheating. Ma- I mean, this he's a this, machine. This, it's our dude, man. I can't believe it's our quarterback. I can't believe just how wrong I was. I, it, it, yeah, that was like a whole down. Jalen cannot throw to the left side of the field. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, wow, good man, just you know, how wrong was I? I love it. I if, if this is the result of me being wrong, then I hope I'm wrong every single season.
2: This crow tastes really good. Really good crow that we're eating. So let's get into the downs, speaking of, yeah, just like that. Another yeah. winner of a joke. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to get into some downs here. Mm-hmm. You know, some a lot of teams – in the NFL, um, it's like they they run the ball to set up the pass. So they'll, they'll run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then they'll set a play action. Oh, defense thinks they're going to run. No, oh, they're actually passing it. We're not ready for it. And they get a long completion. Then there's us, where just f- first down after first down after first down, we don't run the ball. Yeah. And I'm not saying that yeah. it's clearly it's fine. The, like, wh- what am I going to complain about? Like, we just scored... 48 points by far or it's our second 40 of the, of the season. We're we're scoring at will. Um you know or I don't know. It's maybe a little bit personal bias. I went into the game feeling like it was going to be a huge Miles Sand Oh, oh wait, it was a huge Miles Sanders day because he still <laughs> finished the game with yeah. 140 yards and a touchdown. But um it just felt like again. It just took them so long to finally start getting there. Like I feel like he only had a carry or two in the first quarter. Um, but again, I'm only I'm, I'm I'm only talking about this because Alex, you're forcing me against my will to find downs uh, uh, on this team, and I and I can't do it. So my second down is going to be, gosh darn it! Why are there New York cheesesteaks? I'm really hung up on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: don't tell Boy no. Pierce. Don't, don't tell Boy Pierce about that. it will be like, what What is this? To so make a whole rap about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it can be a down that MetLife stadium is just, is just woefully bad. I'm <laughs> actually, I'm actually going to follow your lead on the downs because it actually leads me into my first one. And it is sort of like the, around the play calling with, with Nick Siriani. And I actually heard this on, um, Angela Cantaldi, the Cantaldi this morning, mm-hmm. um, on, on one, and, and he brought up a really good point. So this isn't necessarily my analysis. This, this is from him. Um, you know, we're up, I think it's like twenty-one nothing in the second quarter, it's like five minutes left. Like, you know, you would think uh we'd be running the ball. We had the ball at the eight yard line. Um, so it's like time to run. First down, throw a pass. And our running game's been been humming. So we we hand it off second down. Miles Sanders clean five yards. And then on third down, we get sacked. And it's like an eleven yard loss. And it's like in the in the course of like one play that kept the clock running, we're now punting from our end zone. And then that takes me to my second down is, as a result, Aaron Sifas got that blocked. But that whole thing was nuts. I don't know what the heck was going on. Uh, some of us thought he may have gotten the first down. Some of us didn't. But now, actually, the, the turf, it looks like his foot got stuck. And this is, like, why you hear players petitioning against, like, getting rid of turf and just playing on grass. You, you The stadium's in New York. You can grow grass in New York. It's It's not – you know, it's not impossible to do that. Um, you know, they're, they're known, New Jersey, whatever. Uh, so as a result of that poor play calling and Nick having us all the way back at, you know, the one yard line for for essentially a nine yard um, off of the line of scrimmage to punt, our punter got hurt. And Aaron Sifas, believe it or not, is actually pretty important to our special teams. He is the holder for Jake Elliott. And now we're bringing in, what's his name from... From the from old Tennessee, Brett, Brett Kern, like does Brett holds does does I, I I mean it like don't 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 do that that that's that's a result of like really poor play calling. Um, it's not necessarily to say that the whole season's ruined or anything, but like it's just really poor play calling that got us in that position. As a result, somebody got hurt that I think is really important to the team. Um, as a result of
2: that, well, it it is kind of funny because the way that this offense is moving, maybe they're just like are we actually ever going to really need to punt again? We might not need to. Yeah. Maybe there's
0: testing out his, uh, his, um, you know, punting abilities, but, but here's the point. We are going to come up against teams in the playoffs that we're not going to have a three touchdown cushion and we can't afford to make boneheaded mistakes like that. Right. Giving the ball over, punting deep in our end zone, having the ball. Okay. Fortunately, it was the, the, the awful Giants team that we were against and put an absolute whooping on them. But I still feel like week after week, because we have big cushions, it kind of gets overlooked, but there are going to be closer games that we can't afford to do that. Sometimes the game comes down to one turnover, one big break, and you're seeing that week over week. So it is it is something that I just think we need to tighten up. And like you said, Andrew, run the ball on first down. Our running backs are doing fine. And if they're not, run the ball again on second down. At least take two minutes off the clock. Like Do something.
2: I, noticed, I just noticed something you, you just said. Uh, you called the Giants an awful team. And it made me think to myself, there's so much chatter about, you know, when trying to figure out how good teams really are. It's like, well, everybody wants to look to, well, what wins matter? Or, you yeah. know, what teams have they beat? And it's like, well, guess what? I know the Giants, they looked like they were, the Eagles look like they're in a completely different class. But the reality is, is that, the Giants are a playoff team. And if we're trying to look at wins that are meaningful or if people want to keep saying like, oh, that's all fine and good. But who are the Eagles beating? They're beating playoff teams. They, they yeah. beat the Titans. They beat. I know the Packers aren't a playoff team. I guess, you know, they whatever they could be. Um, they were
1: the number one seed last year.
2: Exactly. With the they, league MVP. Right. 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 They've they've beat the Giants. They've beat the Cowboys. They have beat. I don't know if I said the Vikings, but I sure hope I have. If not, obviously the Vikings, um, which, oh, well, they also beat the Lions, which, gosh darn, it might also be a playoff team for <laughs> yeah, all we know. crazy. Which is so cool. That's I, that. How can you not love that team? Come on. That's a fun. That's a fun team right there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The Giants, we make them look awful, but in the grand scheme of things, they're still viewed as a playoff team. So it just goes to show you that the Eagles are – Absolutely, just rolling through the NFL.
1: I don't know, guys. I, I look at the Giants, and again, I, I just think we turned them into the pumpkin that they are yesterday, right? Like, just the wheels fell off Saquon. Cinderella turned into Daniel Jones, right? Like, <laughs> it just did not look good. And I mean, frankly, when I said that the game was boring, I, I'm I'm assuming a lot of people turned the channel just because it was that much of a butt whooping on the Giants. It just uh, we left. It,
0: I didn't even know Minshew played. I didn't even know he left. <laughs> right.
1: I don't know, guys. For your for your downs, I, I gotta I gotta disagree. I mean, sixty two plays offensively that we ran yesterday, thirty one exactly half were run plays. Miles Sanders had mm. a buck forty four, two touchdowns. I I mean, how much more should we have run at, at this rate? Like, I I hear the the injury piece, but aside from just like kneeling the ball on first second and third to protect everyone from injuries and then just punting and leaving it up to our defense i i I feel like you know injuries are part of the game they happen fluke plays happen like the one with our punter but i I feel like this was a as well of a, a called game that i've seen in in quite some time 50 50 right down the middle
2: and we were dominant on both sides of the ball amen amen I'm 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 looking at some just Eagles rankings right now. Um just how they line up against the rest of the league. And it's just stunning how many categories the Eagles are are first in. So like interceptions. Oh, no big deal, first place. Uh they regained the sack lead yesterday. I think they had seven. Um they are first in uh what was it? Uh am sorry. Uh passing in passing yards allowed. So, they, which is crazy to me because you would think that the Eagles, most teams playing the Eagles are playing from behind. So, they're going to have to throw the ball. And with that being said, the Eagles still allow the least amount of passing yards per game. That's awesome. Um, the Eagles are second in rushing yards per game. So, much thanks to Jalen and Miles Sanders there. Uh, we're first in points scored per game, 29.7. We're averaging, gosh darn, 30 points per game. Um, we're second in total yards per game, so like we're looking at this team right now. Of it's it's like not even up for debate anymore. I think we can all all say, uh, is this the be- Is this the best team of our lives? Because I, I'm of I'm our now lives lo- of our of is this the best Eagles team that we have ever been a part of of viewing of watching every week? I can't think of a better Eagles team in our lifetime.
0: I mean, it is tough to to. It's tough to say the best when the season's not over yet. A lot can happen. We can lose to the Bears next week. the The Gi I'm sorry, the Cowboys can embarrass us on sure. and on on Chris. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't. I actually listened to a beat writer this morning on on Angelo um, in the morning, and um, he is a lifelong Cowboys fan, and then wrote also a while for the Giants, and he said the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in football, not even in the NFC, the best team in football right now.
2: It's and, not any- like- and anyone yeah.
0: that says the Cowboys have a better chance of – because there's like an ESPN article that said the Cowboys have a higher chance of winning the Super Bowl than the Eagles. It's like He's like, the whole article is totally discredited. It's totally discredited. Like after just seeing that, you can just exit out of it because it, it, it it's based in fantasy and it's only getting clicks. Um So, yeah, I think at this point right now, Andrew, certainly, right? League MVP and everything, but Carson Wentz was, was front-runner for MVP the year we won the Super Bowl. Um, I know you actually brought some stats uh, to here that may actually be interesting to share with the, with the audience, but um, I I think it's too early to start crowning best team we've ever seen. All I know is I'm really happy. I'm an Eagles fan right now. That, that, that's, that's a given.
2: (laughs) I just like, I guess I'm so astonished by such dominance on both sides of the football. It's Mm -hmm, not like we have this, this high powered offense and that's how we're, you know, each week it's just we're scoring more teams and that's, or I'm sorry, we're scoring more points than the other team. And that's why we're winning, which, yes, that is why we're winning, but it also has a lot to do with how stout we are defensively. Even, you know, I know that we've had our gripes with the rush defense, but that looks to have kind of cleaned itself back up again. Um, I just really, it's so hard to find a weakness on this team. And I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever felt that so strongly before and i think to your point which will you know i'll I'll get into but um the quarterback is definitely there's that's the number one reason why you know i I agree
1: andrew honestly andrew i agree now that you said it honestly you know thinking and and sort of reflecting on that comment i don't ever remember seeing an eagles team that was this dominant across both sides of the football I, like, I honestly don't, right? And when you think about our Super Bowl year, there were holes on that team. Our secondary was not as strong as it is this year. Yeah, Jalen Mills was on that team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, are you, you're talking about the, uh, the 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 2017 team, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm I'm trying. I'm also thinking back to 2004. Obviously, you have McNabb, you have To, mm-hmm. you have Westbrook. Um, and their defense. You, you know was the thing about strong. that team,
0: though, and I remember, I mean, I was super young when when in A04 when, when they were going through this, but I remember at the end of every game, the only stat we were winning in was the score. We were never leading in passing. <laughs> no, seriously, like we were never leading in passing yards, never leading in rushing yards. It was just like turnovers or like big special teams plays or something. But I remember like through the I mean, fourth and 26. You know what I mean? Just like I remember. Yeah. Just we never led in any stat during those games. And in this, like, you know, that that's totally the opposite. Other side of the spectrum, we're leading in every single significant statistical category. Um, but at the end of the day, it's 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 wins. I, I want to actually show that comparison. So through 13 weeks, and thank you for getting this, Andrew, uh, Wentz was 11 and 2, Hertz is 12 and 1. Uh, I'm assuming this percentage is passing percentage. Wentz was 60.2%, Hertz is 68%.
2: And so Alex, just to make note of this yeah, as well. Please. So this was this was the point of that twenty seventeen season where Wentz went down. So Wentz played 13 games. So we are we are at the same point okay. of the season where you know Wentz was really at the top of MVP candidacy. So uh so so yeah.
0: Yeah, well,
2: well crazy. So 3296 yards for Wentz,
0: 3157. So we're talking maybe half a game there difference, right? So so the, so the passing there. Thing that's interesting is Wentz rushed for two ninety nine yards, Hertz for six eighty six, so thirty five hundred yards for Wentz, thirty eight hundred for Hertz. So Hertz is still contributing more in in overall yards, passing and throwing. Here's the thing that's crazy: thirty three touchdowns for Carson Wentz, zero rushing, zero. Did it the touchdown he go down on? Wasn't that a rushing touchdown though? Or was that a two point conversion? No,
1: that was called back for a, uh, for a penalty. uh
0: you're right. Okay. Cause, Cause I remember that man Rams, right? That, Rams game. yeah, yep. that, that image is burned in my head, man. Right in yep. between those two players at uh, mm-hmm. 32 touchdowns for Hertz, uh, 22 passes, 10 rushing. um, went through seven interceptions, Hertz, only three, only three. And they're not even his fault. All those passes came off receivers. Hands. Why did I? Why did I feel like I saw something today that Hurts has thrown five interceptions this season? He's got five turnovers. He's fumbled the ball twice. Got it. Great call, Ali. You're so damn smart. I'm so happy you're here. And then the overall rating <laughs> is Wentz was 101.9, Hurts is 108.4. So statistically, it looks like Jalen Hurts is the better quarterback through 13 games than Carson's uh, 13
2: games. Exactly. It's like if if Wentz was looked as looked at as the clear front runner in 2017. Hertz has a better record and he's literally leading in every single character. I mean, he's one total touchdown behind, which which goes to show you like Wentz. That was a pretty remarkable yeah. season. F33 passing touchdowns. Um, yeah. But when you just again, they're all to hurts. They're, they're all. That's right. They're all. <laughs> all to Hertz. <all> <laughs> um, But yeah, I it's it's the first time. This season, that Jalen Hurts is, is finally he's he's actually viewed as the favorite to win MVP. Up until this point, every single week it was either Josh Allen leading the way for like the first half of the season, yeah. and then last the last two weeks, I want to say has been Mahomes, and now Jalen Hurts is like out in front, and there's no, there's no stopping it. I there's no stopping it. This Ali, guy, like, come on,
0: yeah, Ali, what do you think?
1: I think there's one piece that's missing here and we can't discount this guy's leadership ability. Mm-hmm. The way he commands a locker room, the way he commands the media, the mm-hmm. way he commands the field. I mean, I remember when he was playing the Cowboys and I think it was the first play from scrimmage, he just starts calling out audibles and just like looked completely in control of the game. And I don't ever recall Wentz having that much control over his domain during that season. The way that Jalen does to be honest
0: yeah yeah couldn't, couldn't agree more man uh, Jalen is just argue uh, not arguably the, just the better leader yeah um, so really quick let's just look at the playoff picture really quick really interesting matchup this this week so let's just get into the NFC really quick so the Eagles are actually the only team in the NFL that have clinched a playoff spot so we could lose out the rest of the season Sarkard and Minshew are guaranteed a playoff spot no uh, Selfishly, no. I want I a first-round buy and home-field advantage throughout the playoffs because I get first dibs at tickets. That would well, be insane to watch this team. Uh, well, aside aside
2: for what's in it for you, it would just be, <laughs> we, we, would all be able, we would all be able to rest much easier hey, knowing that selfishly. we're not. I said, <laughs> selfishly. I said <laughs> selfishly. I said
0: selfishly. I said selfishly. I want to go to this game,
1: sel- Selfishly, I want the Vikings to get first so that I can watch the Eagles come here and trounce them.
0: That would be... Yeah, again, right? Well, no, they did it here. You can do it there. Uh, so again, the 12%. Vikings lost to the Lions. Lions look unstoppable. Jared <laughs> Goff is like, he may he may come back for MVP, man. Lo- looking insane, but all, all joking aside, uh, Vikings looked awful. They're frauds. Um, a team that I predicted for swinging at the 49ers uh, put a stomping on the Buccaneers, who are uh, 49ers or third, Buccaneers or fourth. Um Pretty crazy game there. Brock Purdy out dueling Tom Brady. Dad is okay, in the stands yeah. crying his eyes out watching this game. Uh, that- <laughs> that's pretty wild.
2: I didn't see that. That's Tom Brady's dad was crying? Oh, Or Brock no, Purdy's dad was I don't, crying? I
0: don't even know how old Tom Brady's dad is. I don't know if he's going to games I think,
2: anymore. I think, Tom, I think Tom Brady
1: might be old, as old as Brock Purdy's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even
0: feel tears anymore.
2: <laughs> <That's
0: it. laughs> Now here's a guy that just,
2: (laughs) I mean, look (laughs) at those tears. They are gliding out of his face.
0: Oh, Chris. Um, Chris. And then the Cowboys at five, almost blowing it to the
2: Houston Texans. Uh, I am so, I'm not upset. I mean, I just, how sweet it would have been if the Texans could have finished that win. And it, I'm telling you, man, I felt that last week when when everybody was just oh. getting on the Cowboys, especially yep. our two favorite announcers, and there's the Salvation Army celebrating the whole thing. I'm just like, it is going to crash and burn, and I, I – It looked like it was going to be this very week with the Texans. Oh, my Lord. That would have been so amazing.
0: And then here's something pretty funny. The Washington Commanders rose up two spots because they won against the bye week. So because they did nothing and they couldn't (laughs) lose and other teams lost, they moved up two spots and then the Giants fell down to seven. Here's my prediction on the Cowboys. They're playing against the Jaguars this week. and We have a little secret weapon at head coach of the Jaguars that regardless, he, he has to hate the Cowboys. I mean, Doug has played them multiple times. He can't, he can't like the Cowboys. I could see I could see an underdog win this week with the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Dallas Cowboys this week.
2: Ali, question for you: Do you say Jaguars or Jaguars? Jaguars,
0: Jaguars,
2: yeah, Jaguars,
0: Jaguars.
2: What's what's a jaguar? Is that
0: is
1: that an I? Are you putting an I in there? Is it a Y? Like, like a wire? It's
0: not it's not an English word. It's a. Or as the English say, Jaguar. <laughs> <A> jaguar. <laughs> jaguars.
2: Ja- jaguars. Yeah, wow. That
0: sounds really wrong now that I say
2: that. And then th- th- that and, and uh, when Cincinnati's team, when people call them the bangles, the it's, bangles. Th- those are the two things that always get me. Jaguars and bangles. And I, we just need to I, – I was just curious. Alex, you are – there are so many people I know that say Jaguars, and I feel like there's announcers that say it too, and I'm. It just makes me curious. The Jacksonville how... Jaguars, yeah, Jaguars, you know, war, war, war. Jaguars, them whatever they want to be. Jaguars? Called jaguars? If they beat
1: the Cowboys next
0: week. <laughs> I'll call da- them whatever. I'll call jaguars. them Daddy. Da- <laughs> I'll call them Daddy. Yeah, man. No, that'd be awesome. Um, and then in the in the AFC, uh, just in order: Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens aren't doing too hot right now. Uh, Tennessee mm. Titans still there. Uh, the Bengals bo- and the Dolphins. The Bengals, the, t- <laughs> the, the Bengals, uh, Dolphins, and the and the Chargers uh, who put a beating on the Dolphins last night. So interesting there. I mean, I don't have a lot of teams here that scare me besides you know the one and two in the AFC, but that'll be Super Bowl time.
2: Exactly. Pretty it's cool. a nice place to be. It's a nice place to be. All right, we want to get some swinging it picks, and we'll get into our Chicago. Let's do it.
0: Swing it. Underdog picks for the week. All right. So, swinging it pick. I got to say, the, the, the verdict is out. The Detroit Lions are good. They're one-point underdogs against the New York Jets, which is – Oh, wait, no. The Jets are one-point favorites here. So, I'm looking at a new interface this week. But I think I already announced it earlier. I like – the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Dallas Cowboys is a four and a, half put, four and a half point underdog. Jacksonville has nothing to lose. Dallas has everything to gain. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sticky. Doug Peterson, he's kind of what the Hagen does, vanilla ice cream. I just think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I, I think four and a half points is actually a little bit telling because I think the spread when we played the Jaguars was way higher. So um, give, me the, give me the Jags to beat up on the Cowboys here.
2: Alex I hope you are right that would be that would be glorious okay all right well I'm gonna change it up this week and say I hate your pick your pick's dumb and I don't thank support you. it thank you so now I'll give mine okay um oh my I, I just feel a complete lack of confidence right now it's like I wanna I want to give my pick so confidently but I'm I'm worn I'm worn down I'm I'm beaten down all right I'm gonna go back again against the bills not not probably not the smartest strategy but I'm I'm looking at the Dolphins and I'm looking at Saturday football baby we got Saturday football coming up this upcoming weekend there's three games uh, this is the primetime game it's gonna be the Dolphins at the bills the Dolphins are coming off of a uh, that was a pretty embarrassing loss last night I I don't know I it looks like Tyree kills gonna play through the, the ankle injuries he's still Very, very fast, even if he's not at full strength. But regardless, I'm expecting the Dolphins to bounce back in another division game here against the Bills. Uh, It's a a 7.5-point underdog, so that would be an 8-pointer. I need points in the worst way, so give me the Dolphins over the Bills.
0: All right. So, so far, the standings for swinging it is I have 9 points, Andrew has 6 points, and then Ali, his first week in here, (laughs) starting off the show with a win... The Jacksonville Jaguars beats the Tennessee Titans, so Ali has been awarded four points for swinging it. On the board for the first week, can you have a 2P and put Andrew and I already in second place? Oh what's your What's your What's your pick this week for swinging it?
1: You know, my methodology last week was you put me on the spot, and I just picked one on the fly. So I haven't done any research, and I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. I'll take the... Falcons against the Saints.
0: Oh, that'd be just even better for us too.
2: That's true. If, if both What's, of your picks are correct, I yeah. will. I'll Venmo you both. Like I'll just <laughs> Venmo you like ten bucks or something. <laughs> What's the spread on that one?
0: Uh, that's a four point spread. Four point spread.
2: Cool. I did see Mariota being shut down for the year, if I'm not mistaken, and I believe it's Desmond Ritter as their rookie quarterback. So, hey, maybe that lights. Maybe that lights a little spark, and then it's another another division matchup there. So. That'll be fun. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's take a look at this upcoming week. We have another football game, believe it or not. We're going to Chicago. The Chicago Bears are not very good. They're 3-10. and um, And the Eagles, of course, are 12-1. and So uh, let's see what Vegas has to say about that. The Eagles are a 9-point favorite. And the over-under is currently at 48 uh, You know, just just first thoughts that come to mind when I think of Chicago are you got Justin Fields. You have a very fast athletic quarterback and then not much else. Um, So Ali, I'm going to kick it to you first. What are your immediate thoughts on this upcoming weekend?
0: I think Ali has something special to add to this uh, Chicago game as well.
2: Oh, Duke yeah.
1: So my immediate thoughts are making sure that I get to the stadium on time so that I can see the birds warming up. I'll be I'll be flying to Chicago Sunday morning, Jeez. watching the game, and then flying back the same day.
2: Look at both of you. you. Love it. Both we got we have on the. I feel like I am just there every week. We have inside access. That's amazing.
0: That's pretty cool. So you'll be able to see the old and dilapidated and un. <laughs> <laughs> unattractive soldier
2: field <laughs> sounds like the, it might be a step up from MetLife though
1: isn't yeah. that the i think it's the oldest stadium in the NFL and it still might be a step up from MetLife based on how you described it
0: <laughs> it's, it's like one
2: one sneeze away from crumbling
0: we should do something where all three of us next year try to get to every single game like collectively so all the home games and then all the away games and just try to try to do that. that'd be pretty fun
2: you know, when I, 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 from what I understand, I was talking to some of the the, the big boys upstairs, and they're going to give us huge budget for next season. Yeah. So, um, winging is freaking taking off, and we're going to have the amenities to beat every game. I'm stoked. Can't wait.
0: Can't wait.
1: <laughs> no, so Andrew, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I agree with everything you said. I think uh, if we can stop Justin Fields. Um, it's, it's pretty much a done deal. Um, I, I don't think I have any respect for their run game outside of their running of their quarterback. And, and frankly, their defense is, I mean, th- let's face it, this is a rebuild season for the Bears. They've traded away players for draft picks. They're waiting for next year. Um, the best thing that could happen for them right now is to make sure that Justin Fields stays healthy until the end of the season so that they've got a, they've got a healthy
0: quarterback to start next one. Yeah. My, my take on the game is already eliminated from the playoffs. The uh, Denver Broncos now join the uh, Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears for teams that have zero shot of making the playoffs <laughs> at this point. But sometimes those are the, those are the teams you got to watch out for, right? They got nothing to play for. You may see some second string guys trying to make an impact, you know, injuries could happen. This happened week 13 oh. with, with Carson Wentz last year. So I mean a few years ago. So, you know, you, you just want to make sure that that you're you're still not taking this as a cupcake game, even though it seems like a cupcake game. Every all indications point to a cupcake game. Um, I think keys to winning it is just contain Justin Fields. He's gonna get his place, he's gonna break big. Um, do what you can. That defense does not scare me. I think we go to I think this is gonna be another thirty plus game. Uh score predictions for me, I'm gonna say Eagles forty one, uh, Bears sixteen. Pretty pretty big game there.
2: Another forty burger. That another would be, forty burger. Love it. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at a quick at some quick team comparisons here. Um, you know, the Bears' strength is obviously their rush offense, but a lot of that does have to do with some of the rushing numbers that Justin Fields has put up lately. He's, um, I mean, he's had some record-setting rushing performances. Uh, I, like, a oh, 170, you know, we, we see Jalen Hurts bust some nice runs, but just be prepared. I mean, just Justin Fields is, he does not have nearly the accuracy that Hurts has, at least not yet. I mean, we saw Hurts early in his career, and who would have thought? So it's not all set. You know, Justin Fields still, he can still maybe, maybe be Jalen Hurts. But this season, nowhere close. So, um, yeah, I mean, really, just don't, don't, don't. I don't know, man. It's just like, it's, it's so weird. There's we're, we're so good. And, and, and the, and the bears are not so like, there's nothing to, there's, there's not enough meat to dissect here Uh score prediction. Let's go Eagles who 33 bears, 17. Cool. Ali, send us home with the prediction. Send us I home. I like
1: it. I like it. Um, I'm looking at some uh, quarterback hand sizes here and it looks like Justin Fields, <laughs> has has the sixth smallest hands out of any quarterback in the nfl so i'm expecting a lot of fumbles because the guy can't his hands are too little does jared Uh, Goff
2: have the smallest hands no
0: i think uh kyle uh kenny pickett does kenny
1: pickett does have the smallest hands yeah Yeah. historically small uh historically small uh, hands My, uh, score prediction, frankly, is probably wishful thinking. Cause I'm going to be at the game. I want to see a 50 burger guys. Ooh, uh, okay. so I'm, uh, I'm predicting 56 to 19,
0: 56 to 19. I would love for that to happen. Leave, I hope everything you talked about today happens. Love it.
2: I get nervous with that type of, with, with that kind that, like that kind of slaughter because it's like, I want to save it. You know, it's like, just save it, save it for future weeks. Don't, don't. we need to drop you're right i'm fine with
1: the thing is we've been tested that commander's game and that colts game was probably the there were probably the two best things to happen to us this season we needed to get tested we needed to get hit in the mouth like that agreed so that we can face adversity and overcome it
2: agreed and look look at us the past few weeks it has looked like a team that is just a well oiled machine and there's no sign of stopping so hop on board baby
0: all right ali send us home All right,
2: guys. Uh, Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that, Ali? You don't Uh, want you don't want to say goodbye yet. You don't want to final.
1: I mean, I just I'm having so much fun with you guys. (laughs) I just don't want it to end. Um, All right, guys. Uh, So we'll see you next time. This time next week. Um, I'm Ali. He's Alex. That's Andrew. Uh And this is uh, this has been winging
0: it go birds, Come on. birds.